0: Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you. Boom, I'm in the room. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to uh, Everyday Conversations Regarding Mental Health. I can apologise straight off the bat. I've put the wrong... (laughs) I started the wrong feed. Hopefully you found this one. Um, Tonight, what I'm going to talk about is um, living with rheumatoid arthritis and my journey. It's specific to me uh, and how it's affected me over the years. Now, I was diagnosed about ten years ago with rheumatoid arthritis. But before we get into that, I mean, you're here because there's nothing on the telly. I'm coming to you live from the old Hill Manor, and this Everyday Conversations regarding mental health is all about leaving a uh, talking about mental well-being, mental health, taking the stigma out of it, letting people know that it's OK not to be OK. So that's what we're about. So, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to talk you through my journey from um, the early days before before I, I contracted um, rheumatoid arthritis. Now, there's a difference between rheumatoid and osteo. Osteoarthritis is basically the joints wearing out. Um, and I've got a bit of that going on as well. <laughs> Being from a, an infantry soldier background, carrying around heavy weights over great distances and doesn't help the old carcass. But that's, that's part and parcel of, of what an infantry soldier does. And many soldiers as well. I mean, it's not. It's predominantly infantry soldiers that that have these this osteoarthritis malarkey that that just knackers your joints out. But rheumatoid is something slightly different. Rheumatoid um, affects the joints, but in a different way. Um, if you look at my maulers, uh, my hands, they are swollen up. And they're swallowed up all the time. It's it's part of it. Another part of it is pain. Constantly living in pain, and it varies. I mean, some days it's fine. I mean, it's it's always there. The pain is always there. Most of the time, I can deal with it. Most of the time, I can I can just. I've got a fairly high pain threshold anyway, but the pain that's associated when I get what we call a, a rheumatoid flare is excruciating. It's, the, the words are difficult to describe it, but excruciating is probably one of the better words. And the way I deal with that is, is I'll pop a couple of um, brufin Brufen, that works for me. Doesn't work for everybody, but for me, that works. And it normally takes half a dozen over the course of a couple of days um, of the, the, the 400 milligram ones. I get those on prescription. Um, I also, with those, I take um, Lamprosol to protect the, the stomach because. Ifabrufen brufen is is one of those things that will give you stomach ulcers if you ain't careful. Anyway, let's, let's, let's take you back. Um, 10, 12 years ago, um, I started suffering with with pain in my hands and the joints occasionally. And um, and I went to see the doctor and she did the exam. All of the blood tests, the blood co- test came back indicating that I've got rheumatoid arthritis. Now, she put us on a course of drugs to start with to try and manage it. Um, originally, we, we just started with, with painkillers just to control the pain and stuff like that. It was getting worse. Um, they started us off on methotrexate, now, methotrexate is quite a, a harsh drug to be taking. And with that, what they, what they do is you have to have regular blood tests. When I say regular blood tests, once a week, they go in, do a blood test, wait for the results to come back, then they work out what dose of methotrexate that you have. And you're taking that an handful of these things, I was on about five, between 15 and 20 of these tiny little brown pills a day to get this rheumatoid under control. And this went on for a couple of years. Um, slowly they started to, to wing you down on it once, once they got it under control. And as time went on, I was having regular, regular blood tests so every week then it went to once a fortnight, once we, after about 18 months, we'd we get it under control by that time. But the problem with doing regular blood tests like that is that they're constantly sticking needles into your, into your, to your veins and then that causes another problem. And that problem is scar tissue. <laughs> and the knock-on effect of that is it, it makes it difficult... To get blood out of you, <laughs> you couldn't make it up. So I started taking it out of the back of the hand. They took it out of the other side of the arm. And the, yeah, some days it was hard work. Um, and the other thing, you have to be hydrated as well. Don't make the same mistake that I did once when you have to go for a fasting blood test. They say you have to fast in blood test. I took it as red. Without nothing, within 12 hours, not even water. So I went, and God, dear. It was really painful trying to get blood out, and it took for ages. And then I the said, have you had anything to drink? I said, no, I've been fasting. <laughs> anyway, I got a bollocking for that. So if you do get a fasting blood test, you need to drink at least a, a, a litre or two of water just to... Be able to get the flow going, <laughs> so you're not too de- dehydrated when they go and try and siphon blood out of you. So I've been on the old methotrexate for a couple of years, and they started reducing the dose down a bit. And then it, it, and then what they put me on was another drug called leflunamide. So I've been on methotrexate for about three years. Regular blood tests every fortnight, and it becomes real gnaws. Um, anyway, so they, they, they brought in this new drug called Luflulamide, and they put me onto that at the same time as the methotrexate, and what they do, they, they, they started to wean me off the methotrexate, because um, methotrexate can damage your, um, your liver, it's it's really bad for your liver. That's why you're getting regular blood tests with it. Um, so, moving on, then they they got us onto this lufudomide. They weaned us off of the methotrexate, and then they dropped it from from once a fortnight to once a month on the Um So I've been on that for a couple of years, and i started to get. Um, more and more um, rheumatoid flares and they move around for me they move around the body they're not just in the hands or the wrists but they move around the elbows hips, knees ankles they just pop up uh, and attack one one joint and it is excruciating it's so painful you wouldn't believe so I'm popping brufins across those, oh, it it just it gets out of hand. You, you, you end up rattling. So I ended up having to go back on the methotrexate again to bring it all back under control. I was on it for about six months. Um winged me off of it, stayed on the and they put the dose up of the lufluidamide, um, and touchwood Most of the time, it's all right. Um, And this has been going on for the last about 12 years I've had this. And along with the osteo, along with the the tinnitus, and also I've got a little bit of a a drama going on with the old prostate, but most of us do. (laughs) I mean, ask, ask King Charles... He, he's got... He's, he's aware of what the prostate is now. <laughs> I'll tell you about that as well in a minute. So I've got pretty much... Where I'm at at the moment is I'm on one pill a day for the lefludamide the uh, to keep the, the rheumatoid arthritis under control. There's not an awful lot I can do with the osteo, but I'm under the orthopaedic surgeon for that. Um, and... I'm going to see him in the not too distant future. And it's all to do with looking at, um, at the moment it's my, my right hip, um, may, may need replacing in the not too distant future. But we we'll wait and see what's going on with that. Evening Richard, let me just see what you're saying. Um, I'm currently having blood test on uh, Monday morning, about 10 weeks following consultants. Blah, blah, blah good. Is that to do with rheumatoid or is that to do with the prostate? (laughs) Yeah, I just had a blood test for the prostate not so long ago. I haven't had the results back. I figure that if they haven't contacted you um, then it's nothing to worry about. I've got a review coming up soon anyway because it's coming up to my annual review on my birthday, around my birthday time. Um... Already just applied for my state pension, my old age pension. I've applied for that. So I'll get that on the 6th of April, (laughs) just after the tax year. So no doubt my tax will go up. Thank you very much. Well, they need it, don't they, to pay for some of these migrants. Anyway, we'll stay off of that subject. Don't want to get too wound up tonight. So, the Loflodamide, it's just about keeping the rheumatoid under control. I have flares occasionally, and and popping a few brofing, that kind of squares us away. I've got an appointment next week uh, at QA to go and see the rheumatoid specialist. Last couple of years, it's been um, it's been a Zoom call with him. But he has actually called us in to go and see us this time, maybe to give us a bit of a bollocking, because I missed a couple of blood tests. <laughs> yeah, um, but he's got he's got the latest blood test ready to go. So we'll see what happens with that. But that's that's trying to live with rheumatoid arthritis, coupled with osteoarthritis. Um, and the osteoarthritis is is looking about replacing hips and knees and um, (laughs) and what's names. But just before I left the army in 2018, in 2017, I ended up in hospital and I was in hospital for about six weeks Um, and when I came out of hospital, I never went back to work. That was it. I was written off. And that was all to do with the osteo stuff. But there you go. That's um, that's living with it. Now next week, I've got a guest coming on. I've got a a um, a nurse coming on who deals who, who's who works for Op Courage. He's a mate. He's an old poacher. So we're going to be talking about mental health from. A, um, a mental health specialist nurse um, he's also himself got PTSD he's got Ollie which is a, a service dog that um, that he has all the time so he's going to tell us about his his journey he's going to tell us about how op courage works, how you can access that um, if you're a veteran. So, evening, Catherine. Um, they can do something for you. Yes. So, um, I'm, I'm expecting a um, an appointment in the not-too-distance, probably next month, uh, to go and see the orthopaedic surgeon again. Hip is, is playing him up at the moment. He's sore all the time. It's painful all the time, along with... The, the rheumatoid pain. Um, I don't know whether anybody suffers from rheumatoid, but it affects people in different ways. For me, it's constant pain. It's like, like the tinnitus. It's constant. It just doesn't give up. Gets wearing, um, and when you have a particularly bad time with it, when it all flares up. Um, that's when the old suicidal thoughts pop into your head. Not that I'm going to do it. (laughs) Not that daft. But, I mean, had a bit of weeks every... Just saying, just saying. (laughs) But for me, it's... um, Yeah, it's... Sometimes it's it's difficult. It's tough to live with. It's... with, With the hearing, the tinnitus, the pain... Rheumatoid flares, it just makes life a little bit miserable. And this weather doesn't help. Mind you, today we've had a beautiful sunny day. But, um, yeah, all these things sort of mount up and um, can have an effect on the old uh, (laughs) well-being. But we cope with it. Um, I can always talk to people. I've got people I can talk to. I'm lucky in this area where I live, we've got um, a couple of really good veteran support groups. We've got um, veterans outreach support. We've been there today. Um, we go every Thursday, we meet up, and uh, it's just a, a tea and stickies. We have an online buns and banter um, as well. There's, there's a Zoom call every week that you can jump in on and have, have a bit of banter and a bit of a chat. Um, so we're really, really, really well catered for down in the south here. So that's, um, that's tonight. Glad you were able to join us. Um, if, if you know somebody that's suffering... Um, point them in this direction. Get them to watch the video. It might help. But if you are if you are having joint pain um, and it's getting a bit too too much, go and see the old quack. Go see your doctor. Say what you what you're feeling and your, your joints are swelling up and all the rest of it. It's a blood test to find out what it is, and if it, it comes back as um, rheumatoid arthritis, then the the way to forward with it is lots of blood tests and um doesn't always work for some people. My cousin couldn't get on with methotrexate at all, um and they tried something else with her. Um so methotrexate is a is a a really difficult one to live with. A difficult one to um to take and it can have a adverse effect. It, there's all sorts of side effects to, to any drugs, really, I suppose. But there you go. That's, um, that's this week. So next week, um, we're, we're looking at um, occupational health and getting some help down that road. So that's where we are. Please spread the word about this. Um this show particularly I'm trying to get more British people on to talk about their mental wellbeing, their mental health and to give advice on where you can get help and stuff like that. So let's uh, let's get this out there, let's help people. So until next week, TTFN.